we interrupt our usual CBQ intro with a new radio station. That's right, it's 24-7 Black Widow Song Parodies. Keep listening for Black Widow songs all the time. Here we go with some Soundgarden singing Black Widow. Black Widow, won't you go and take the red room down? Black Widow, won't you go break your nose, break your nose? And if you're younger than 30, you have no idea what that song is. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 187 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host Brett and I am here with my friend and your co-host and my co-host and your friend Evil Jeff. Hello darling. Hello friend. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I uh, think we should get to some... What are you going to pick? Ooh. Hot topics. Yeah, Yeah, we've got big hot topics. Yeah, the Emmys just came out. It's Emmy fever, and I've got a fever. Emmy fever. I'm telling you, um, right now, best actress in a limited series... Is Oof. like a dagger to my heart. <laughs> it is a dagger to my heart. It really like so we've got so first of all, congratulations to WandaVision. 23 Emmy nominations. Yep. Including Best Limited Series, Best Actress, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, that best lead actress in a li- limited series category. So we got uh Cynthia Erivo. It's not gonna be you. We've got Michaela Cole, uh-oh, <laughs> for I May Destroy You. We've got Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff. Yay! Yay! And then we, uh-oh, we have Kate Winslet as mayor of Easttown. <laughs> shit. And then, oh, oh, and then double shit. Anna Taylor-Joy for Queen's Gambit. Fuck. Who, I mean, because all, I mean, literally, all of them are deserving <laughs> All of them are deserving. Only one of them is Wanda. I know. But that's the thing is like, like I, I, it's, I was like, Wanda has to win it. Wanda has to like, it has to be Elizabeth Olsen. It has to be Elizabeth Olsen. But the, I may destroy you is like groundbreaking mayor of Easttown. Like Kate Winslet never did anything like that before. Like it's, you're like, fuck. And Anna Taylor joy was all the rage. Anna Taylor joy. She won the golden globe. She's probably the favorite. Yeah, I think she's my prediction. So it's kind of like, what the fuck? I have a I feeling mean, yeah. WandaVision, because it's superhero-y, might get like shut out the way I think it'll Watchmen get shut did. out. Yeah, I think it'll be an honor just to be nominated. But at the same time, Elizabeth Olsen flexing all of those sitcom muscles from decade to decade, that could go, no- you know, that could be noticed. But then Catherine Hahn is nominated, right? Catherine Hahn is nominated. Unfortunately, she's up against Talk About Mayor of Easttown, both Gene Smart 
and Julie Nicholson, Fuck. who I think is going to win. But I was going to say they could split the mayor of Easttown vote. They could split the vote. They really could. But Julie Nicholson was she so was good. good. She was she was amazing. Yeah. And then Paul Bettany. Yeah. Is nominated for Vision. I'm not sure who else is in that category. I am a gay man. I don't know male actors. But Disney had another have a few other tricks up their sleeve as well as Mandalorian got nominated for a whole bunch of 24 shit. nominations. Exactly. Is that for season two? I guess. Was it not nominated for anything for season one? I'm not sure. Did like both seasons come out in the same time frame? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. You know, the other one of note that I thought was hilarious is Don Cheadle got nominated for Best Guest Actor in a Drama as War Machine in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Girl, you he, had two scenes. He didn't do anything. He literally he didn't do anything. He literally was like, here's the museum. Here is right. the museum where the, the Captain America's shield is. It's so odd. That's the Meanwhile, th- Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie are like, hello. Did they not get anything? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. But WandaVision was special. Yes. Now, WandaVision needs some... I want it to win something, please. Let it win oh, something. please. Because it was, it was just amazing. Amazing. You know what I would love? I would love it if Paul Bettany won. Yes. I mean, I want Katherine Hahn to win. I want Katherine Hahn to win everything. And also, just throwing it out there, if Gene Smart doesn't win for hacks, I'm going to blow up something. Yeah, no, of course, of course. This is chaos magic, Wanda. Come on, that line read. That alone, Emmy worthy. (laughs) She sang it was Agatha all along. She sang it. (laughs) She performed sitcom surgery in that series. Come on. Um, love it. Love, love it. it. It's chaos magic. But I think we need to move on to something bigger and better. <gasps> something grand something and glorious. Something grand just happened to the world of X. And let me tell you something, Hit it. Brett. I oh, want, shit. I want your X. <laughs> I want your X. Hit it. Black Widow and her mama, Rachel Vice. Black Widow, is mom bad or is she nice? New characters whose accents come and go. Black Widow, you You did ho. So Jerry Duggan and Pepe Larraz, those clowns, they just released a new X-Men Number one with our new X-Men lineup. Yep. Yeah. First first thing out of the gate that I, that I noticed that I want to say, the X-Men, they now live 28 blocks due south of me, <laughs> which I'm so excited you about. You could probably go. Do you have like a rooftop on your building? Yeah. You could probably go to the rooftop and see, and the, see the X-Men treehouse. treehouse where you live. Yeah. You asshole. Incredible. You're, you're cool. You get to have the fucking X-Men. We just, I just had the fucking West Coast Avengers where I am. Ew, you have the champions of LA. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Why New York? Why is it always New York? Because New York is everything. In fact, one of my favorite lines from one of the data pages in X-Men number one was when Emma Frost called New York, quote, one of her favorite cities. (laughs) I don't know why I think that's so funny. (laughs) And uh, yeah, just overnight they grew a tree. And uh, and that is where everyone is living now. So that's we, where everyone is living. So we have it's, Polaris, Jean it's Polaris, Grey, Cyclops, Sunfire, Sink, X twenty three, Wolverine. Wolver- Her name is Wolverine. Oh right, Wolverine. She'll always be X twenty three to me. <coughs> Sorry. My God. Uh, and is that it? Did we say Sunfire? Yes. We did. With a special... Oh, and Rogue. Did we say Rogue? Oh, Rogue. We forgot Rogue. And a special appearance by Forge, which was cute. Mm-hmm. We're Building sink, them the treehouse. Sink sinking with Forge. Sink going, making the bold statement saying, I think Forge might be our most powerful mutant. My God, his mind. I know. What happens... If you put Prodigy and Sync together in the same room. Oh, my God. And Rogue touching them. What happens? I think they would just blow up. They just blow up. Um, I'll tell you who's really blowing up is this human race. They are so mad about Mars. Yeah, apparently. Is this character that they introduce? Is this Kelvin Hang. Is he a new character? I believe he's a new character, yeah. Okay, so it does... It basically, it's like Elon Musk is a bad guy. Yeah. And Elon Musk has been planning to go to Mars. He has it all set up. He's pretty much ready to go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Krakoa just is like, oh, we'll just do Mars right now. Here we we'll go. just do Mars. <laughs> Fireworks. And so it's... And so his whole thing... I will say, I like the idea of the villain... Like the nemesis, his reason isn't because you killed my parents. It isn't because right. I hate mutants. It's literally right. like I wanted to go to Mars first. And there I, is a little Mars bit of mine. mommy and daddy treated me like shit. And now you treated me like shit. So I need to get revenge. No, it's like literally I licked Mars. It was mine. Yeah. And then you moved in. Yeah, I He did. said He even said in the beginning he was like training his body to live on Mars. Like... He wanted to live on Mars so bad. Yeah. Too bad. I mean, too bad. T.S. For you, Kelvin Hang. And it does look like this thing with Mars, now that they've taken over Mars, the whole entire world is kind of like, fuck, like, fuck you, mutants. Like, what, you think you just get to say you have Mars just because you want it? And in a weird way, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, we do. You weren't doing anything with it. Yeah, you don't own Mar- No one owns Mars. So we just took it. Right. Too bad. And uh, yeah, it's kind of the same thing with like the moon. Like no one has the moon. In a weird way, the U.S. put their flag on it. But that doesn't mean it's the U.S.'s. You know what's so fucked up about humans? Is if an alien race from another planet decided to take over Mars... I don't think humans would be as mad about that as they would 
mutants yeah. from their own home world yeah. taking over Mars. Well, I think in this world um, that Hickman has created, the new thing now, it's not that it used to be like, oh, your kid could be a mutant. Mutants are freaks. Yeah. Mutants are outcasts. Mutants are these like little freaks. Now it's kind of like, no, mutants are, we literally are telling you, we are the future. And They're replacing we us. are replacing you. And I think they always said, like, we're homo superior, we're the next step in evolution. But the X-Men world in the Marvel Universe has never gotten to the point where it's like, oh, this is now, it's actually happening. And so now we get to see what is happening when regular homo sapiens have to witness themselves slowly being made obsolete. Yeah, And I feel like this was an idea that Grant Morrison really kind of crystallized this fear of replacement. Yeah. Not so much fear and hatred because you're different than me, but fear and hatred because you're going to render me obsolete. Yes. But with Grant Morrison, his solution was, oh, the humans succeeded and decimated almost all the mutants. Right. Where here it's like, nope, now we're coming back full force. Yeah. What you gonna do about it? And humans are awful. They really are. You know, I think that's something we're learning in life yeah. and in X Men is that humans are awful, awful. Yeah, I just I've started watched, calling straight ten, people. You're gonna call straight people what? Flat scans. I'm starting to call straight people <laughs> flat scans. Like the two worlds are merging. Um, I just um, have you watched the 10 minute video of the Karen? Having a mental breakdown. Oh at my the god! On Victoria's the floor. Secret. Yeah, girl. And then the fact is, you watch this. The fact is, the cops still came in, and the black woman was the one that got in trouble. Yep. The black woman's standing there because they she, let her. Because she made the white woman cry. Right. Ugh. And the white woman like cried as a defense, like it was. It was, fa- it was crocodile tears. So phony. It's so oh fake. Oh my god. Humans. Humans. Flat scans. Can we get, make a comic where people are like just going out and killing all the Karens? Oh, God, I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Um, and I think this, uh, what did you think overall of this first issue? You know, I liked being back in touch with superhero action. Yeah. Loved that. Um both in fighting this giant psychic alien and the friendship part, the Fantastic Four and the Avengers flying over and being like, hey, X-Men, yay, you're back. Yeah. Loved both of those aspects. What about you? I really liked it. I felt it, it, it just, it did the job of like, hey, we're kind of showing you some characters. We're showing you, we're setting up, this is the new lay of the land and now we're gonna have like a really fun uh action scene and the thing that i was not expecting is that it was gonna go mighty morphin power ranger yeah voltron yeah (laughs) (laughs) they form a giant mech mecha x-men that kind of looked like nanny that kind of looked like nanny um now that mech suit is serving as the lighthouse of the um, Krakoan Archipelago in the Atlantic Ocean. Excalibur. Uh, right? No, I think it's it's like a Krakoan offshoot. It's not Braddock Isle or anything like that. 
Oh, because I thought Braddock Island. Right? Oh, was it on a Krakoan island? Oh, I thought it was the new lighthouse. Yeah, it's like, it's like there, there's that smaller Krakoan piece in the Atlantic oh, that was established right. way, like oh, House yeah, of yeah, X. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I yeah. About it. Oh, okay, I mixed that up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, so can but I... I did love that, like, the Mecca had a heart of fire, like a big fire X yeah. on its chest. Thank you, Sunfire. And then it shot a big optic blast out of its Cyclops eye. Loved mm-hmm. that. Loved it. And I also like it when people know, I like it when a writer knows what the optic blast is. Yeah. Heat, I, right? Brett. A heat ray. Brett, I will kill you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm channeling my inner Gail Simone. And this is why, and I hate that I become that person because I, I will, we'll get to Black Widow in a second. But um, when we talk about that, I want to talk about a review I heard of it that made me like okay. hate comic book people. Okay, I love it. Yes. Um, but that's the thing is like I don't want to be that person, but it's it is yeah, I I hate it when they don't realize that it's like a force beam. They don't yeah. realize it. But I also need to let go that I need to like not be the fat comic store clerk from The Simpsons. Um actually <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to be that guy. Yeah. It's fine. You know their force blasts. I know their force blasts. But Jerry that's Duggan knows their force blasts, and that's what matters. Jerry Duggan, yes. Pepe Larraz, now, he knows damn well the Also, force it's just like Pepe Larraz. How can you... Oh, I mean, please stay on the book the whole time. I mean, come on. It's just so gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. He draws He draws a hell of a Jean Grey and yeah. a hell of a Polaris and a hell of a Rogue. Love to see it. Also, other than an Excalibur, Rogue didn't really have that much to do. And then there was a whole period where she was like in a coma. And before yeah. that, she was just like an uncanny um, Avengers. So it's been a right. long yeah, time a since Rogue has like been on a team. Yeah. And has been like good old fashioned fly around. Let me add him. Let me add him. Punch, punch, punch. Rogue. The Rogue we love. My friend recently just rewatched X-Men the Animated Series or like watched a few episodes. And he's like, you know what? As a kid, I was always like, Wolverine, Wolverine, Wolverine. He's the most badass on the team. He's like, going back and watching it, he's not. It's Rogue. Yeah. Rogue is the badass. Yeah, Rogue is like one of the most powerful. Like you could even say like, well, Jean Grey with a phoenix. No, Jean Grey. Oh, Scott! Uh. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other thing. Sorry, I loved the Ben Urich scene. Yeah. Um, which took place in at the treehouse in Central Park. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place right now. One other thing I love about Central Park is that they're naming the treehouse Seneca Gardens. Yeah. After Seneca Village, which was the black community that was set up in around 1825. It was a thriving black community. And then it was raised when Central Park was built in 1850. And this thriving black community, much like Tulsa in the 20s, was wiped out in the mid-1800s to make way for Central Park. I love that the X-Men named their tower, their treehouse after Seneca Village. That's great. So that's great. Ben Urich 
being like, so, I noticed at the Hellfire Gala, everybody was wearing Jumbo Carnation. That's funny. I remember when he died. Yep. And Scott was like, he didn't die. And Ben was like, no, he did. I reported it. Like, I went to the coroner. I saw his body. And this is the interesting thing is they also put out in front, they put out a memorial to all of the slain mutants. So they are still doing this thing of like, no, we die. Oh, we die. We die. But I will say the jumbo thing seems very, um, that does seem very dangerous that they were so outspoken about jumbo being this new fashion designer when he did very publicly die so now people are starting to real and i think this is the book where everyone's going to realize that mutants can't die and i think that is you think mars was scarier when they find out not only can mutants not die but every mutant that has died they can come back yeah and so humans are going to make it their mission to make sure they die and that's why the next thing that i'm waiting for is if I was Xavier, I would take um, uh, Legion and form, like, I'm, I'm still waiting for them to form a new five with, like, what is it, like, Tempest? Yeah. Like, just back up five. Like, where's the other five so they can just double their production? Yeah. Um, I guess it's hard to find another hope. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, Cortez. Oh Sink, yeah, even oh Cortez, yeah. Um, but I find all of this like there's there's a lot of like, and I will say who so that alien thing that that landed. What was that? Oh, another fun element. This whole idea of like that was all aliens gambling to see if yeah, this monster. Yeah. So I have a question. Who was that? Who was the one? Who was the one like running New that? New character, I believe. The Celephon Jones, something like that. The like sentient fungus that came out of that skeleton. Yeah. So this isn't connected to, because I was thinking, what's Jeff Goldblum's character? Yeah, yeah. I think it used to be. And he's like, thank you for, um, thank you for being here, you know, under the management change. So I think that was a reference to either Games Master or... Right. Um, That's what I was thinking. Who was the, the lady? The lady who was recently well, her sister. New. That was she the, was, in that like was the, the Game Master's sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Fantastic Four. So now Four. it's this, like, this weird talking fungus who I kind of love. Yeah. So we just have new enemies coming from, from space, like from Enemies Earth. from within and from outside. Yeah. 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 Pretty great. So yeah, overall a great start to I think like I think an exciting new era, especially now that the resurrection protocols are probably going to start to become public knowledge. Yeah. My main gripe is that I wish it wasn't just called X Men. I wish it had something else so that it could justify making it a number one. Oh, I gotcha. Instead of just like. Forget about that last X-Men book. Yeah. Yeah. Which never really had an identity. Like, but, which uh, but honestly, makes it even you know weirder. what it should have been called? The Uncanny X-Men. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Can we have the Uncanny X-Men back? This is the longest no. it's ever not happened. 
been a yeah. comic. Yeah, I mean, the last time was at, right before Krakoa, the book that Matthew Rosenberg's book that led into Krakoa. Yeah. Uncanny. It's great. But I think we need to move on. Ooh, we do. To some blockbuster movies. Movie time. Movie time. Hit it. Whoa, Black Widow, Bam Balam. Whoa, Black Widow, Bam Balam. Black Widow had a sister, Bam Balam, and she totally missed her. Bam Balam, she said none of it was real. Bam Balam, that wasn't how she feel. Bam Balam, whoa, Black Widow, Bam Balam. Whoa, Black Widow, Bam Balam. Bam Balam. Oh, shit. So, Evil Jeff. Where did you see Black Widow? Did you watch it at home or did you go out to In the movie theater. You went to the movie theater. I went to the movie theater too. Sat in the back row so no one could cough nice. Delta variant on me. I sat in my favorite. First of all, I got to see it with my friends in Chicago who I used to go see all the phase one, two, and three movies with. Oh, that's with. great. So that was wonderful. And we sat where we typically sit, like front row where the auditorium seating starts so we can put our feet up on the railing. Right, right. So perfect. It was perfect environment. Which one did you go to? Let me see if I still we remember. We went to the AMC, the one with um, the AMC River East on Illinois, the one with that fun barcade, FTW. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I tried my hands at the claw, didn't win anything, which is rare. I'm very good at the claw. Um, had a few drinks and then went to see the movie, went to see Black Widow and like, when that Marvel flip started, like me and my friend just started hugging. Like, we're back. It's so funny because everyone just started like clapping and owing and awing. But for me, I'm like, be- I because I've been able to see the TV shows, like that was kind of it wasn't it wasn't if like, oh, it's been so long. I still felt like it felt good seeing this in a movie, but I still am like so happy that we've had the TV shows before this. Oh, absolutely. To like tie like, us over. Again. It all comes down to the thing we say once a show. Nothing will ever beat WandaVision. <laughs> now, I might have mentioned it. I have not give a flip of a fuck about Black Widow. I don't give a shit about her character at all. Sure. I didn't give a flip of a fuck about this movie. So I think now, based on that knowledge, on the count of three, we're going to do a loved it or hated it. Are you ready? Yay. Yes. One, two, three. Loved, loved it. it and i think because i had such low expectations i was like oh my god this is like really good <laughs> do you know what's so funny so fun story evil jeff i was recently on an airplane for the first time in a while and i forgot to download songs onto my spotify so i could listen to them offline and i checked to see what was in my downloads the only thing that was left in my downloads on spotify on my phone was episode six of Comic Book Queer's Legacy, so 181 episodes ago, and you and I introduced, loved it, hated it. It was the first time we ever did for it. which movie? It was for The Gifted. <laughs> and we both said loved it. Well, The Gifted did start out good. Yeah. It did start out good and then went horribly wrong. Yeah. Anyway, Black Widow, loved it. Um, it had me from the beginning all the way through the end. I was riveted. There is a moment I felt that the Nirvana cover montage. Oh, I loved it so oh, much. Oh, see, I, I just feel like it's such a cliche trope that every yeah, movie trailer slow, does a slow. slow down minor chord version of a pop song. 
It's yeah. just so I've just been like, oh, is this whole but, thing going to be cliched? But then it moved on, and it, then it was fine. But it's like it's fun for Marvel, like when, when like for Marvel to do a really weird opening title sequence like that to the Nirvana song. Like I, I really love one of my favorite bits of the MCU is like their needle drops, like when they choose to insert a popular song into a scene. Yeah, and it just I loved it. Yeah. Except when they did I'm Just a Girl and Captain Marvel. Hated that so much. Everything else, every time they put on a song, love it. <laughs> well, I think this is something interesting to compare to Captain Marvel is like these kind of female-led oh, um, sure. movies. And it's just very different where in Captain Marvel, and I think also in Wonder Woman, um, the female characters are supposed to be these like archetypes and these like things you look up to and these role models and these all powerful beings and then in this here are just abused forced hysterectomy um yeah. brainwashed women trying to like get over yeah. their trauma and i'm like that's they, they way more so interesting much taken so much taken from them i'm realizing now wonder woman black widow captain marvel all movies where them as a little girl played significantly into the story. Yeah. You don't see that with the guy heroes. Yeah. Weird. It's because guys, because when you cut back from their kids, they're just jerking off. Because they're, yeah, they're just, like everything is hard from seeing. It's like, oh no, and then the whole world's just been handed to me because I'm a white man. Right. Meanwhile, young girls really trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, We establish in this movie that when she was, how old do you think she was in that? Like 10? She's probably like 12, 10, yeah. 10 11, 12, that yeah. she was forced to live undercover with a family, with a Stranger Things dude. What's his name? Uh, David Harbour. And uh, Rachel Weisz. And Who I just love. Of course, she's amazing. And uh, and a future, um, what's her name? Selena, no, what's? Yelena Belova. Yelena. I keep wanting to call her Selena, but it's Yelena. Um. With the future of uh, Yelena. And uh, they Sister. kind of formed this little family until then. They were like, oh, mission's over. We got to get out of here. And It was very um, The Americans. And yes. I was kind of like Carrie Russell. Did Carrie Russell just call you? <laughs> <laughs> and then they got taken. They just get taken back. After it's over, it's like, bye. Now you go back. To be trained as your as like lady assassins. Yeah, so the family gets separated, even though they try to make a run for it. Or do they? Are they running from I can't remember. Are they running from American forces or they're running they're from running American, from American forces. forces? They were yeah, no, they, they were, were always out. flying yeah. to go back to what's to the, go back what's to the main bad guy? What's his name? Uh I, that was gonna be my one hang up of this episode, like Petrikov or Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. So they're all part uh there with him. And so then we kind of cut to the future, and it's very clear. Well, well, one thing we see is David Harbour exhibits super strength while yes. he's on the run. Yes. And we realize he's, he's a, super soldier. Um, a super soldier. And uh, we cut to the future, and this is now taking place. And they even did it like kind of timeline-wise, where it was like, oh, it's like 21 years later. It's like, oh, it's like 2016. Oh, so this is basically civil war right after civil war where she's on the run. And yes. That's where this whole movie is going to take place until the very, which end. I'm fine with. Yeah. 
Although it does, it always is laughable. The same thing I felt like about Solo. Like whenever you have a prequel where they're in a dangerous jam, right? You're like, you're like, well, I know she's not gonna die. <laughs> she's not gonna die, but I know she's gonna die later. Yeah. So it is weird watching a show where you're caring about someone when you know they're going to die. It's very weird, and usually I don't but like also, it. What worked though is they surrounded Black Widow with family. Yes, and so you cared about you also this family. Were invested in. So you became yeah. invested with this family, and also how she was like, "Fuck this family," and I don't care. And you get this they kind of real. Yeah, and the thing that is basically this movie, and I'm just gonna say it here. This movie introduced one of the best female superhero characters ever, which is Florence Pugh. Like, she is going to win. She needs to win Oscars. Like, she is so good. She is so good in this movie. It's insane how good she is. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here with me. She makes everything she is in better. Midsommar. For being Little women. What the fuck? And everything she does is completely different. Yep. And she elevates it to this insane degree. She's like the new, like, Meryl Streep. Like, I feel... She really is. I do feel like she is the future of acting. Thank you, Jesus. I am so happy you are saying this. She brought a humanity to this movie that ScarJo, Vice, and David Harbour just simply are not capable of no. because they're mere humans. Yes. Florence Pugh is superhuman. Her, her faces, her inflections, the, just the, the, comedy, the, the nuance, the, comedy the detail, the and comedy. heartbreak at the same time that she had, it was just so good. And because that's where you just realize is that her character, Yelena, is like fully brainwashed and part of the Red Room. Which ScarJo, Black Widow, thinks she took down. Sure. Was that in a previous movie where she killed them all? No, okay. but in in the first Avengers. She talks about it. In the it. first Avengers, not only does she talk about it, Loki says, how are you ever going to get rid of that much red in your ledger? And he says, um, Durench, whatever the name is, um, Durenchko's daughter... Right. And like, like Loki knows, and they brought that back, and they made that a like the the crux of her pain of Black Widow's past that she killed this Russian mobster's daughter to make sure that the Russian mobster died. She blew up the building with both of them in it. And the thing that's also fucked up is she the only way she could get out of that was by making a deal with Shield. And S.H.I.E.L.D. was behind them blowing up the daughter, which I like that it's not like the Russians are the bad guys and the Americans are the good guys. It's kind of like, mm, it's kind of a wash. Yeah. Everyone's but, awful. <laughs> and also when in Avengers 1, when when Natasha and Clint talk about Budapest, now we know what happened in Budapest. She killed a little girl. Yeah. And, but, and he was in on the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. mission, Hawkeye. Yeah. Love how Hawkeye kept coming up and then will be paid off. Yeah. Oh, later. yeah. Um, I do wish he made a little cameo. I thought that would have been cool if we saw him at one yeah, point. Yeah. That would but, be fun. But, we'll um, I, uh, but uh, Yelena finally, um, during a Yelena mission, Bologna. 
she gets uh, hit with this um, antidote and is able to break the brainwashing. <gasps> Did you think that it was Scarlet Witchy? Like me and my friend were like, oh, they weaponized Wanda's magic. But no. That's not what happened. I did not think that. <laughs> Just because it's red. Let <laughs> me do the eyes thing. Yeah. Um, but now she's on the run. And I will say when they finally meet up, um, Black Widow and Yelena, when they meet up, you that's where you finally realize it's just like, hey, you're off being a superhero. Like the Avengers are famous. The Black Widow is on the covers of magazines. She's famous. And Yelena's watching it like, this bitch just left me. Yeah. She just left me. And and she's and Natasha's kind of like, no, I didn't, no, I didn't. But she did. She did. And she purposely... Well, she's like, what is it? It's not even like, not, no, I didn't. It was like, well, what does it matter? Like, we were never sisters. Yeah. The family was never real. You're not my which family. Which is so hurtful to Yelena. You could see it on her face, yeah. how deep that cuts. And then the best ongoing joke with the best payoff is when um, oh Yelena God. makes fun of her posing. She's like, you're such a poser. And Every she, time you land and you, you do that action superhero pose. Ugh. Which then payoffs later when she does that pose. <laughs> uh, like the whole entire so theater good. like erupted in applause. <laughs> so good. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. And, and then, but not to not to sell the the mom and dad short, David Harbor and Rachel Vice. Well, yeah, but that's the funny thing is when she learns that she did not kill this person, she did not kill um, Red Room guy, whatever his fucking name is. Yeah, and the Red Room is Drinko. still going, and it's awful. And she's like, "All right, well, let's fucking do it." And the only oh, way she can do it's it, it's better than ever. Yeah, the only way she they, can do they got it, more widows than ever before, is they need to get the original family back together. Red Guardian, Rachel Weiss. And uh, all of them trying to, like, stop it all. Yeah. Fun fact, Rachel Weiss's character in the comics is known as Iron Maiden. Oh, really? I did not know yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the twists and turns, just like a good spy thriller, around Rachel Weiss's character. Yeah. Which was great. Is she a good guy? Is she a bad guy? Is she a good guy? Is she a bad guy? Is she good? Is she bad? Is she good? Is she bad? Is she good? Is she mom? Is she not? Is she mom? Is she lady? Yeah. Um, I will say towards the end, you're kind of like, it's one of those things because we know she lives. You kind of, I kind of was just like, I know where this is all going. All right. She's going to free all of them. They're going to release the thing. She's going to see him. She's going to kill this. Like It's kind of like I knew everything that was going to happen. But then you're just like, how are they going to do it? How are they going to do it? Yeah. And I, I will say. How much fun is it going to be? Uh, it's very similar to. Isn't it the first Avengers where the whole helicarrier falls? Mm, or is that the second yeah, yeah. Avengers? No, first Avengers. Yeah. So yeah. I had some vibes of that, of just like this huge aircraft carrier just falling to the ground. And so we're having like battle scenes just in the air. Which was While great. people are falling. Um, very lucky that debris is falling everywhere, but never hits those parachutes. No one, no one gets hit once. No one not gets once. hits with a parachute or debris with, yeah, lucky yeah. them. Uh, <laughs> and then we find out there's Taskmaster, which turns oh, out Taskmaster. to be, spoilers, the daughter. The daughter we thought was dead that Loki brought up in Avengers 1. She ain't dead. I knew Taskmaster was going to be a woman. I knew it. I thought it was going to be Rachel Vice. I did truthfully. too. Uh, that's what Joe was like. It's Rachel Vice. 
And then yeah, we saw yeah, Rachel Weisz yeah, yeah. and the Testmaster together, and I'm like, nope. like woof. I was so relieved. Because <laughs> you just want Rachel Weisz to be nice. Well, not in, um, fuck, what's the movie with uh, The with Lobster? Stone? Oh, The Favorite? The Favorite. You don't want her to be nice yeah. in The Favorite. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Um, but in the end, uh, there's a great dinner scene with them where uh, Black Widow is like, we're not a family. This is like, it was all fake. You're not a family. And Yelena's like, no, it, we were. It was the only family I ever knew. Fuck you. How dare you say that? Like, we Right. Were don't take that away from me. And in the end, like, Black Widow has to realize, like, actually, you were my only family, too. Like, yeah. You are Jesus, my family. It was real. You're my sister. It was real. I love you. I'm going to die soon. And uh, it ends with her showing up blonde, just like she did before. Uh, uh, is that the F- Infinity? Infinity War. Infinity yep. War. Like, it's all just, everything is just being set up just perfectly. It's just this little perfect placement in the MCU. And I'm like, beautiful. Of course. And it adds such a beautiful touch in that in Infinity War, we now realize the vest she's wearing is Florence Pugh's. She got that vest from her sister. The thing that I am interested in was I'm like, okay, she doesn't die for another five years. There's the whole blip. I was very interested to know, is Yelena, I have a feeling that Yelena was blipped. Ooh, probably. So I have a feeling she was blipped. And then when she comes back, her fucking sister is already dead. Yeah. I think her sister is dead, so she never got to have that time. Because here's what I'm like, what is going to happen? What is going to happen? Because you know there's a post-credit. You know, it's Marvel. You know there's going to... Even when we walked into the movie, it said there is a post-credit scene. And oh, I'm God. like, they should Thank always you, be know. doing this. Like just yes. letting people know. But there always will be a post-credit and scene. I can, always. Can I just tell you this? Who are these people... This, it literally said there will be a post-credit scene when you walk Who are in. the people who leave? Who are these people that leave? Why are you leaving? It's Do they literally... Know that they're just going to YouTube it in the car? Like, what the fuck? Are oh my you God, that, what the fuck? Do you hate sick. traffic that much? Do you hate fun? Yeah. Fuck you. Don't come to the movie if you're not going to stay Fuck off. I fucking hate the movies. But here, let's talk about this last scene, of which was going to it. be the Here's first why, appearance I, of someone that ended up not being the first appearance of somebody. I feel like it was reshot because there's no, like, exposition. It's like, oh, hey, you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's what makes me think Yelena wasn't blipped, is that she's so familiar with the person who shows up in the end credit scene, which is Val. Contessa Valente Allegra. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Julia Louis Dreyfus. <clears throat> she shows Who up at the. It's very rude. Yeah, of course. She shows up at the grave of Black Widow with uh, Yelena. Blowing her nose with my favorite line of the movie. I think I'm allergic to the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Love. I was watching it in the Midwest, so that was fun. And Val decides to give her just a very, uh, I would say, some disinformation. Uh, yeah. So interesting that Val might have some line of sight as to what happened on Vormir. How the fuck is that possible? Well, I bet you she might have some indication of who went where with who on the mission. Yeah, maybe. 
maybe like readings or so something. So I've so basically she's like, "Hey, I know who killed your sister. Who's responsible for her death?" And hands her a picture of Hawkeye. And you're like, "Oh fuck." Fuck. Leading us to realize that Florence Pugh is going to be in the Hawkeye solo series. Oh, yeah, she's been confirmed. She's been confirmed. Oh, love. And also, there is rumblings that the next Avengers movie is going to be called The Dark Avengers. Oh, I don't agree with that. I just heard these are rumblings. Not This is not based on anything. Well, rumble away. Because I'm pretty clear i'm I'm pretty certain that uh, val is forming the thunderbolts on behalf of general thunderbolt ross who was also in black widow who is not looking too good i might add Mm -hmm. who so william hurt oh what you think he's dying or something i don't know he just looks really old i think like they put young youngening makeup on him maybe um not looking good uh which worries me. When I when he first appeared on camera, I was like, "Oh boy," but I'm pretty sure he hired Val to put together his own Avengers, and they will be named after him, the Thunderbolts. That does make sense. And I think that seeing Shang Chi in the um, I'm sorry, seeing Abomination in the Shang Chi trailer makes me think Abomination is going to be the next recruit. Well, that's the thing: is who's going to be then the Avengers, and who's going to be the Thunderbolts? I think I think it's going to be the young Avengers that will have to take down the Avengers. Right. I mean, the uh, Thunderbolts. But you don't think Shang-Chi is going to be... He's going to be merged into that. Where, is he, where does he fit into all that? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, just the Thunderbolts feel like such a like non-threat. I'm like, throw the young Avengers at them. Yeah. Because um, that's the other thing is it looks like... Um, that Tom Holland, like, he's not ever going to do Spider-Man again. So I have a feeling that's going to yeah. be put into a different universe and it's going to be gone. Yeah. yeah. Which is depressing. That is depressing. But you never know. Things change. My thing is, if you're going to do that, then I need to see a fucking... I want Miles Morales then to show up. Uh, I mean, and then, you know what? Maybe that's what they're going to do, which would be wonderful. But it's still hard to do that when fucking Sony, they... I mean... That's when you're just like, what about capitalism? Hey, capitalism, Disney, why aren't you buying Sony? <laughs> I know. We don't want that. I, I know. It's like we technically ultimately. don't want that. But I love how – but then when it comes to me, it's like that would be awful for the economy. It would be awful for because of monopolies and capitalism, blah, 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 blah. But, but then the Marvel Universe would have Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. That's all I care about. Thanks, y'all. Sorry. I can't stop talking like Miss Minutes. <laughs> I will say um I am very excited of for for Hawkeye now. I was Hawkeye I was like whatever. Yes. Now I'm like hello hello. Well, I mean, you know, we uh, they're not team ready yet, but Hawkeye will introduce kind of I think the first young Avenger character that is kind of team ready. It looks like Kate Bishop, you know, is is in fighting shape. Not like Billy, Tommy, Kid Loki, or Elijah Bradley. Yeah. Well, wait, where does America, Miss America show up? Oh, America will be. America will be in Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. Because I think Doctor Strange 2, we're going to get Billy, Tommy, and America. Ant-Man, we're going to get Cassie and 
Iron Lad. And we'll get Cassie, and she's been recast, so we know she's ready to go. Yeah, and we'll get Iron Lad, because yeah, Kang's going to be think, in there. Because I, I have a Shang feeling Chi. it's going to end Kang in Ant-Man. It's going to end with the way they stop Kang is going back in the past and, and just uh, let's raise the young version of him as a hero. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I Like, in terms of your question of Shang-Chi, I, I think there's going to be a, a grand threat. Maybe that's Kang. Maybe it's something bigger. Maybe Eternals will introduce something Thanos level. And I feel like Shang-Chi, you know, Captain Marvel, they, they'll deal with that while maybe per- there's a young Avengers team that winds up dealing with these Thunderbolts. But that's the thing is I want to see, is we still going to have Thor? Like, I would love it if it's like Shang-Chi, Thor, Captain Marvel, um, Doctor Strange, and Scarlet Witch. Right. Vision. Monica Rambeau. Monica Rambeau. Ah. And then you'll have Ms. Marvel with her her squad. I mean, she'd probably be put on the Young Avengers. Oh, absolutely. But where will Squirrel Girl be? <laughs> on Freeform, Saturdays. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 3 p.m. Well, I will say, but this is all exciting. It's all coming back. And our next no, one is... No, it's all great. Shang-Chi's coming. I will tell you this. That movie, look, they played the trailer for that movie again. I'm like, this looks so good. This, this is where I'm worried so because I'm like... I'm really invested in this one, which worries me because I have such high expectations. I know, I know, you know, me too. It's like the opposite of Black Widow. Like I came in low and it was wonderful yeah. and I was like, the best. Shang-Chi, I'm like, this better change my life. Yeah, it won't. <sighs> it won't, but it'll improve it. Well. Well. It's just like, just think like, uh, I, I say this every time a new MCU thing comes out. It started with Robert. Oh my God, so cool. Robert Downey Jr. is playing Tony Stark. What a weird movie. Look where we are now. Look. We're Emmy. Agatha Harkness is nominated for an Emmy alongside <laughs> War Machine, Vision, and the Scarlet Witch. Yes. They're Emmy nominated. And I will just say this. The thing I wanted to bring up before, um, on NPR, I was listening to their like movie review show. I forget what it's called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they had uh, a guy, and he reviewed animated movies. I'm listening to Joe, who's like a storyboard artist he's like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh i was like what does that mean he's like people that review anime like animated movies are like they're like total nerd like they're like geek nerds yeah and of course he didn't like black widow he loved florence Pugh, but he didn't like black widow because it just strayed so far from the original comic history oh shut up <laughs> exactly. Fuck off. And Just I'm like, off. they already strayed. It's they, already why, why its own do you movie. Get a voice? They have to follow oh, what God. the movies did, you idiot. Not what the comics Ugh. did. Who cares about the Black Widow comic? Yeah, exactly. It's like, come on. Come on. But that's where Man. I was thinking about that, where I'm like, fuck you. But if I see a new X Men movie and Cyclops shoots a heat ray, I'm going to be super mad. <laughs> I'm going to be super bad. I'm like, it just took me out of it because that's not his powers. It took me out of it. <laughs> How about when Cyclops was like, let's get some optics on the situation and then oh shot his eye God. beam through the- I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I can't wait for the MCU X-Men. It's going to be Krakoa. It's going to be Krakoa. It has to be. It's going to be Krakoa. I can't wait. 
can't wait. It must. I'll settle for nothing else. Because guess what? <sighs> We've seen so many reboots of the X-Men, and it's just the same We sure sh- have. It's the same shit. We loved The Gifted. It's the same shit all the time. And then they fuck it up. The Gifted, I will say, yeah, they were trying to do something different. Yeah, look what happened. Oh, here's something I want to bring up with the X-Men comic really quick since we brought this up. Because um, who was in, in The Gifted? Who, it was Proudstar was in it, right? James, was it James Proudstar? Yeah, that was, that was, yes, that was John Proudstar, the original Thunderbird. Who, here's the thing that's interesting. Who is Interesting, still yes. dead. Right. And even they say they're going to rename the Blackbird, the Thunderbird, or the Proud Star in honor of him. So was that pre-Cerebro? No. Because no, I feel right? there's a ton of older ones that I feel that there's tons of old. Because... Uh, Weren't the people from the original Krakoan mission that were killed? They've shown up. The original battle with Krakoa, that other X-Men with uh, Vulcan. Yeah, but... Weren't those yeah, other okay. girls killed during yeah, that battle? Petra and Sway. And they were alive in the, in the X-Men comic. Yeah, so what's the deal with So here's the thing. I have a few theories with this. I want okay. you to see what do you think it is. A, okay. they're using him... As the still dead people are still dead. B, yep, they're like using that. it. He's still dead, but he is alive, but is forced to be in hiding because he's the picture. Yeah. C, he is alive. He's just called Mister Sinister, and they oh, can't because they can't have. It's the doppelganger, like the clone thing. Yeah, they can't resurrect him because the because James Proudstar Barty is already resurrected. Oh, that's so weird. Right? Oh, wow. Please, I want to explore that. Right? Yes. I think that's what oh, it wow. is. I have a feeling that it's because Sinister has his body. Wow. Which for me, if that comes out, I kind of want to see Warpath being like, wait a minute, where's my brother? I want yeah. to see that confrontation going on. Yeah, why has Warpath never been like, um... Can I have my brother back? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a whole ball of things that, like, ball of wax they need to, like, unravel and unpack. I can't wait. I think, that, I think they're going to talk about it. I don't think they Maybe. brought up James Prowse yeah, for no dropped. reason. Yeah. My theory is that he will be resurrected, but it will be not in the X-Men book. It will be on Comic Book Queer's legacy. <gasps> <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I literally darted my eyes back and forth as if people could see me. Well, guys, do you will that happen? Who knows? But guess what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to tune in next week or the week after that. Just pretty much listen to us every week. We are every week. We're desperate. We're desperate for viewers. We're dashing. Not viewers, listeners. Do you want viewers? Should we do a video thing one time? Oh, write us in. Should we write start in. an OnlyFans? Write to us. Yes, they're moving away from sex, you know, so we better get in quick. Oh, please. That's their bread and butter. They're not going to give it up. I just wish I just wish you were forced to put on there whether or not you actually do porn. Because there's some hot TikTokers that are like having OnlyFans and then you're like, ooh. But then you're like, wait, but are you really naked in it? 
And then I'm just going to be right. like, um, can someone tell me <laughs> if they're really jerking off? Because if they're just in underwear, I'm not going to spend $10 right. a month for that. Exactly. If it's like PG-13 Insta. Yeah, no fuck that. You. I want to see something going in your hole. Right. And with Take out the flashlight. And with that, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this wholesome comic book show. And uh, and if you're like, oh, this is way too gay for me, well, I hate to break it to you. You're listening to this because you read comics. And if you read comics, well, then <gasps> that makes you queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.